0: Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm real go a put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Because I'm going to go hard and I'm going to do it for my street.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 Podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer-first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host, Will Rich, and I'm joined yet again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing much better than your TV. Yeah, my
0: TV that you guys graciously got me. Uh, so what happened to your TV? We well, you just watching know? it. Just watching it, and boom, it just turned off like we turned it off.
1: And it yeah, just hasn't I, come back on. Some, probably some sort of surge because there wasn't lightning with the storms the, and that stuff.
0: See, that's the that's the weird part to me. So yeah, I don't know. That's
1: crazy. Well, Clay, Pacers are our, our team now. They are fighting for a spot in the play in, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My t shirt is in. Says t shirt is in. Where's your t shirt? I'm very cheap. I'm gonna try to
0: find one that's really cheap.
1: <laughs> I'm well, a if anybody Alex. has an Indiana Pacers t-shirt, real cheap, yeah. just call Clay. He'll he'll get it off your hands. We're talking ten
0: dollars or less, Clay. Yeah, um you know I probably may wait till the season's over where there comes some
1: sales. So hopefully they get a me, you, and Seth and Alex Durham can have yep. us a Pacers party. Yep, I got my Colts hat. My so hat is just, in. You're just all Indiana right now. I've decided to pledge my allegiance to Peyton Manning and. I say my prayers to God every night, and then I have a little picture that I just pat <laughs> of Peyton Manning beside my bed because apparently
0: that's what Colts fans do. Yeah, I don't know if I know any Patriots fans thinking about it before this.
1: This first segment is brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey has been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of columbia if you're looking to buy or sell real estate luke piles with next home realty experts is the man to call for all things real estate in southern kentucky residential commercial investment properties he does it all so give him a call or text today at 270-378-0405 or message him on any social media platform we're gonna have to move the line clay for our for our 2k game that we got coming up pretty soon we set it at five and a half for your team i think it's gonna have to go up I'm gonna say nine and
0: a half. Nine and game. a half. Well, it'll be interesting. I hope, hope it's a good game. I think it will be a good competitive game. Well, we'll make sure it's a good game.
1: We just, we just won't. If if this episode, if the two K episode never airs, just know that Clay's team blew mine out every time, and I was too <laughs> proud to let it air. Just know that that's what happened. But I think it'll be good. I think if, there's been games where you know Seth has run all these simulations, and and there's been games where my team won and there's been a lot more where your team won and my team will win by like four or five and then yours will win by 30. So I think if you played it, I think if you played it a hundred times, mine would beat you. Maybe let's just go at 10. I think if we played it 10 times, my team might beat you three, two or three, but I just need one and I just need one at the right time. And so if, if that was to happen then i would be very happy another thing that's going on right now we can't talk about it because this is two weeks into the from the past we're speaking into the future is the bracket challenge so the winner of the bracket challenge is going to get a fresh crisp new 100 hundred dollar build just personally from you clay isn't that nice of you that is very nice that's very nice of you i appreciate you doing that for all of us uh my wife was not going to enter The bracket challenge. She didn't want to do it unless I could promise that she could receive some sort of payment if she won. So if somehow she won, Clay, I told her that you would take her out to eat. What a joy that would (laughs) be! You sound so excited, and she wanted to make sure that it was just you two. She wants to just have a dinner with you, which is kind of weird. Like I said again earlier, what a joy that would be. So I
0: kind of hope she wins, <laughs> in a way. Make it up. Okay, I can choose the place, right? You don't have to choose the place. Correct.
1: You did something really weird. I don't know if it did it for everybody. I didn't understand oh, you. It sounded said, like a robot.
0: I said I can choose the place, right? She stopped choosing. I
1: don't know. Let me see. Oh, she says no. That doesn't uh, that doesn't fly with her. She has to. She gets to choose the place. Oh, she says you're taking her to Showgun's in Bowling Green.
2: Tell her to choose White Castle.
0: Oh, honestly, <laughs> I'd hate that. <laughs> oh, she, she says, no, I, you know what? Honestly, if I could choose, I would take her to the most random. We'd go to the Waffle House because I feel that's just about as random as it gets.
1: She says she, if you take her to Waffle House, she says she wants to go to one in Louisville. Oh
0: boy, <laughs> you know, I will say Waffle House is just. You know these politicians do all these things. I feel like if politicians went to Waffle House, that's the type of people you need to get their vote for. The people at Waffle House. That was you got you got all kinds.
1: That's an impactful statement that you just made, Clay. So yeah. politicians, if you want Clay's vote, take a picture of yourself at Waffle House, send it to him.
0: I uh, trust me though when I say this. I've seen Samantha's uh, bracket pick, so I think uh, I won't be going to dinner with her.
1: Well, you never know, Clay. You just never know. Uh, We do know that we're getting a special guest tonight, so why don't you go ahead and and introduce him.
0: Tonight we're going to be joined by Derek a 1989 graduate, former basketball and baseball player, Mr. Jeff Luttrell. How are you doing, sir?
3: I'm doing fine. What got you into sports? Well, you know, it's kind of a long story. Really, my brother got me into it. My family moved around a little bit, and uh, up until I was, I don't know, Six or seven, we just grew up on a farm, and then we moved to East Tennessee, a little town called Mountain City, and lived in town. There wasn't a lot to do, and he he began to play little league baseball, and uh, that got me started. He kind of got me started. He was a catcher and got all the gear, and uh, he he would force me. In fact, I I didn't like sports at that age, and uh, we spent a couple years there, and uh, we we played a lot of sports with kids on the street, and that's where I kind of picked it up.
0: Am I right in saying you played two sports growing up, or
3: did you even play football? So, I did. I played football. Played uh, little league football, and uh, you know when we came back to Columbia uh, for, uh, I guess, a year, we lived there in town, and uh, that's when I got introduced to Dare County sports. We lived across from high school over there, and uh, I would walk to games, and my brother would take me, and uh, got to play the old Catholic. Used to be a court behind the Catholic church there, and we lived close to that. and we, We'd play a lot of basketball there, and that, that's kind of what got me started. And then we moved back to Sparksville, moved back to the farm. In fact, my dad uh, kind of started a, a football program. We played Little League football there. And uh, so growing up, I played all three d- until high school, and then I just uh, played two sports.
0: You know, you mentioned Sparksville. I actually also went to Sparksville growing up. I was Sparksville. Really? Through my fifth grade year, my dad went to Sparksville and uh, always lived in town, but my mom taught at Sparksville, but I was a Sparksville writer for a while and one of the, the few, but I really enjoyed Sparksville. Oh,
3: it was a great place and uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we played, had a little league basketball out there, uh, played out there, had good coaches uh, that, that worked with us and put in the time and uh, kind of made the community event. And then we uh, we had a little league baseball, kind of a, I don't know, I guess it was Nine through 12 league, and uh, that's where I really picked up baseball and just uh, a lot of good memories sparked for. Me. Was baseball your number one sport for you? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's been so long. It's kind of whatever was in season. You know, I had that dream like a, a lot of young kids, and it was really whatever was in season.
0: You being a lefty, pitching basketball, do you think that was a, a positive for you?
3: Oh yeah, uh, you know, of course I'm I'm a I'm a lefty, so I look at things a little bit different. But yeah, I I think that was an advantage, especially baseball, but also basketball. Uh, you, you know, the the left hander, some of the moves you make naturally to the left side, and I just think that is a natural advantage. So me and Seth have never
0: seen you play or will, but uh, we always heard that you threw hard when it comes to pitching. What was the what was the fastest you remember ever getting clocked?
3: I don't really know. You know, I grew up in an era where they, they didn't have a gun on you all the time. But uh, in, in my first couple of years in college, I was probably mid '80s, '86, '87, but but never could hit that magic ninety mark that I knew of.
0: You know, talking about the you know times are different back then. Baseball, basketball. We talk about baseball. Did you uh, start pitching as a freshman, or did you not really start pitching until a little bit later?
3: No, I, I, I pitched as a freshman. I can't remember how much, but, yeah, I, I threw quite a bit as a freshman. That's kind of what I was known as, as a pitcher, to be honest. I struggled at the plate a little bit, uh, and I was known more of a pitcher and a defensive first baseman. What pitches did you throw? Well, you know, uh, I, I was pretty much a fastball guy. Could spot the four seam, all quadrants, and uh, th- that's what I've always felt like gave me success. I could throw strikes. And then I got to, I don't know, at some point picked up some two-seam stuff and could run it, uh, loved to run it away. Never never had to have a curveball much. Didn't pull with curveball much until, I don't know, junior senior year, started trying to throw it. And uh, I've got little hands, so uh, I, I never had that spin rate. And uh, then uh, I worked on a slider. And then, of course, when I got in college, uh, they wanted me to add something. And they didn't like my curveball or my slider a whole lot. And I went to a circle change and had a lot of success just uh, pitching and changing speeds.
2: Jeff, you played with a former guest on the show, Troy Young. And just talk a little bit about him as a as a catcher. We always hear good stories about him, too. And I always hear that you guys were probably the best battery that we've had in, in school history. A nice little one-two punch as a pitcher-catcher. And just want to hear a little bit of those memories between, you know, pitchers and catchers always have good relationships typically. And what kind of relationship did you guys
3: have? Well, we were just, uh, we did. Uh, and, and I, I kind of knew what he was thinking. He knew what I was thinking. But, you know, that was developed over years. We become friends during Little League, became really good friends during high school, spent a lot of time together. And uh, the, the thing about Troy he was such a competitor. I mean, uh, you know, he, 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 he made everybody around him better because he, he went to compete. And uh, I remember thinking sometimes he may have been too hard on himself, but he, he just had that high expectation. And uh, he brought that behind the plate. Uh, he stayed on top of the game. He kept you in the game. And Troy, one of the great things about Troy is he he never let you slack off mentally. He didn't have a problem giving you his opinion what you need to do. And, and, and I had a lot of success because of Troy Young. You said you
0: graduated in 89. You had baseball success by winning – the district tournament your senior year correct
3: we did best i remember uh you know coach martin took I, I, might have been his freshman year was my freshman year may have been coach martin's first year and we struggled uh, just competing we were young we we're playing a lot of young players and we got that thing rolling there my junior year we were real competitive my senior year we were real competitive and you know story on that it was taylor county i think in the finals And and that went all the way back to Little League. You know, I I think back, the coaching I got and the the Little League program, the competitiveness, it was great when I was growing up there. You know, I I can take you all the way back to, I used to play at the fairgrounds. Uh, I don't think we had a fence there. But then uh, somewhere, I don't know, when I was probably 10 or 11, they built the the Joe Johnson Park. And the coaches there were just tremendous. Uh, I played for Bill Aaron. Just that league, the, the way that it was ran. Joe Johnson ran it. You know, had Marshall Barnett coaching the team. And I think back to Cookie Harris was always coaching the team, and those guys spent years uh, pouring herself into kids, and, and it was good fundamental baseball. So, uh, from from that standpoint, that's where a lot of what I picked up baseball wise got started, and and really where I fell in love with the game. And and you know, then that translated into high school. But we never could seem to get past the Camelsville teams in Little League. We were always chasing. We were close. And in my senior year, we got in a situation, a real close ball game. And freshman, Rick Campbell, who probably my best friend growing up, him and his dad's suit down there, Steve Campbell, they were just my friends. You know, they took me fishing. We were together. We ran around together. We worked hay fields together. And he come up to bat and did not I was on first or second. I can't remember exactly. Well, I ended up on second. And it was getting late in the game, and I think it was a walk-off. And I never will forget it. When he hit it, I turned all the way around because I knew it was gone. We plant playing Lindsey Wilson. And I think at the time, that's the first time we'd won a district championship in a long
0: time. You talk about success for baseball and then. Of course, you played at the time basketball where you, got, you guys also had a lot of success.
3: We did. You know, we played. Uh, I played on a very good basketball team, Coach Young. And uh, had a lot of fun doing that. A lot of excitement, just the support of the whole town and county it was—it was unbelievable looking back on it. We have had a really good run there for a couple of years, and uh, you know, one of the, one of the worst nights in my life, sports-wise. And and not to take it out of context, but we lost that region final game to Hart County in, in a game that I thought we should have won, could have won. Somebody we'd handled pretty easily earlier in the year uh it was really a sting and defeat, but looking back got a lot of pride with that just the memories and, and what we were able to accomplish.
0: Was that your that was your senior year at the Hart County game,
3: wasn't it? It was,
0: yep. Yes. Yeah. That was the Tick Rogers, right?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, if I remember correctly it was the Bird Boys. Bird Tick might have right. been on that team. But but gotcha. there was a pair of Bird Boys and uh, I think they were cousins and could really shoot and they had a good team and Kind of failed funny. They got to host the region that year, and we we had uh, slipped up in district finals and got beaten. We hadn't lost home game in a long time, and it threw us an odd bracket. And if I remember correctly, we got Bardstown out of the gate and in Fort Knox or vice versa. One of them went into overtime and just uh unbelievable week. Got through it and got to the finals and uh, come up a little bit short. When you think of your high school
0: playing days, do you think of basketball more or do you think of baseball?
3: Uh, you know, I, I, it's been so long. W- what I remember most is is the relationship with coaches, character they gave me, the, the the discipline they gave me, and then just man, I we had great teammates, both sports, and I still think back to that some of the best times of my life, and uh, being able to take that on, what I learned there. Again, it was whatever was in season, but but I had a big time and and just was blessed to be a part of it.
2: Jeff, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Russell County rivalry since 1998, Adair County has beat Russell County in baseball two times. And according to Steve, you beat them four times at that time. Was that a, was that a big rivalry? Cause Russell County does have a really nice history in baseball. Was that a, was that a, a proud moment of you? Is that something you remember? Or is that just kind of one of those things that kind of fell by over the years?
3: Well, I, I do remember that, you, you know, uh, Russell County's always had a good baseball program, and we were able to beat them four times, and not just because of me, but that baseball team was really, really gritty. And I remember that's kind of when my first big win on on the mound was that freshman year. I think it kind of took them by surprise, and then to be able to do that every year, uh, that that was special uh, because they've always been good. You know, now I don't keep up with a lot, but you know, I guess it was last year, two years ago. Uh, they made that run, made a big run in state tournament and coached by uh, coach Rex wrote, which was a teammate of mine at Lindsay Wilson. So yeah, it was a special time and and it was a good rivalry. You know, when I was there, Kenny Pickett, I think was coaching and, and uh, he, he had some nice things to say throughout that, but you know, I I remember my senior year after first time through, they got to try trying to bunt, and, uh, that was kind of odd, but that was their strategy to try to get runners on base, but we were able to hold it off. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that was a big deal. You know, we had that rivalry with basketball that goes way back in the history of Derrick County sports. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
2: I do have to ask as well, because anytime we have somebody associated with Steve Martin on the show, we got to ask if they have any good Steve Martin stories. So do you have any good Steve Martin coaching stories? You know, he always has good sayings and stuff like
3: that. Did, did he ever give you any of those? He did. Uh, you, you know, uh, I've got a lot of Steve Martin stories. Some of the funny things, you know, he was known for carrying milk duds in his pocket. When he was talking to, you, he'd come to the mound and give you a milk dud or between ends, he'd give you a milk dud. But, uh, you know, we were somewhere when I think it was Wayne County. It was cold early in the year. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Mr. Martin was, a uh, he was an unbelievable competitor too. He wanted to win and he got a little upset. And I never will forget. He kicked his, he kicked a fence. And, uh, I remember asking him how that feel. And, uh, he was embarrassed. He was mad at the time. We laughed about it later. But uh, yeah, just uh, he, he come along at a time and just really got that baseball program up off the ground and running. I don't know what the history of it had been, but but he kind of put us on the map there, especially in my last two years, where we we could pretty much compete with anybody on the schedule. I do have one more question for you before I, I'm gonna give it back to Clay a little
2: bit, but I gotta ask too because I'm gonna send this to Troy and I gotta know. If, if it's you versus troy did, who's who's winning here we got pitcher versus pitcher versus hitter because troy i know was known to be a pretty good hitter what what do we got going on there
3: i don't know you you know uh, you get our age you don't think that way anymore <laughs> i i know in little league at times he had my what he had his way with me i don't know that's uh i'm glad i hope the answer is i'm glad i didn't have to face him and i hope he'd say the same thing uh, but Troy was a special guy in my life, and uh, his family's grandpa, you know, his grandpa knew so much, just the knowledge of baseball and shared it with me when I was a young kid. And I don't know. That would have been interesting. Uh, I like to throw the fastball, and he liked to hit the fastball, so it might have been dangerous. <laughs>
0: Tell everybody what you're into now, what you're doing.
3: Well, I'm a, I've been here in Wilson County for a long time, I guess 32 years or so. I'm currently director of schools in Wilson County. It's a large district, got 20,000 students, 20 some schools. And so uh, I, I came here and played at Cumberland, State and uh, started teaching coaching in a smaller county, but still lived here. And then came and started coaching and teaching here in this county. And in uh, my second year as director of schools, been a former principal, spent 12 years as a high school principal. I'm married here and got two daughters. Uh, one is grown married. And then I got one senior in high school, but, uh, been very blessed. You know, I'm, I'm kind of probably on my back half. I'm in my finishing my 29th year. So I don't know how much longer I stay in this profession, but, uh, education has been great for me. You know, I I often tell people that education is a great equalizer. It gives everybody a chance. But then when you take that to athletics, that's even more of an equalizer. If you can play a little bit, work hard at it, athletics has been so good to me and, uh, you know, I, I'm here today because some of these people we've mentioned and others I, I didn't mention that just poured into me. You know, Coach Young kind of took me under his wing, spring of my freshman year, and I got to start my sophomore year. Just the people in Dare County and, and the the background that I was given has has served me well.
2: Before we close it out, I gotta
3: I gotta ask, how often do you get back to a Dare County? Well, my dad's still there, my brother, and uh, got a lot of family there. I don't get back much, uh, usually over the holidays. My job is. 24 7, really about 350 days a year. And, and of course, my mother passed. So, uh, and I'm so busy here with my family, my church, and, and, and my job. But a uh, special place. You know, sometimes last time I was back, I went to back roads and cut back through Tory Ridge and kind of reminisced uh, where I came from, what I learned. And uh, I'll never forget that special place.
2: let me ask one more question about a dare county when you come back we always like to ask the food question do you have any do you have any go-to spots in a dare county that you got to stop when you come back
3: well i still like ski so that's a must and uh my 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 girls think i'm a little bit odd on this but anywhere the country store we can still get pickle baloney and a cracker it's hard to beat that
0: yeah my dad's a big pickle baloney and cracker person
3: well he's all right he's from derrick county then
0: yeah no doubt no (laughs) doubt Jeff, we appreciate you and appreciate everything you've done for Dare County and uh, appreciate you joining us tonight.
3: Well, thank you all. Thank you for the opportunity. It's uh, fun to go back. And uh, Dare County's education system and and, and athletics gave me more, a lot more than I was able to give them. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of support and had a lot of fun. Uh, Learned to compete. I think it's still important today, society, teaching kids how to compete. And, And I got all that into Dare County, and it's a great place and uh, i don't have anything but fond memories and i appreciate what you guys are doing you, you know i'm at that age where this stuff matters a little more now than it did then and not just about the accolades of athletics but but thinking about what shapes you mold you and that's that's the purpose of education and sports in general thank
0: you man you have a good night all right thanks guys thank you jeff so
1: Clay, a little post-production knowledge for the the listeners that stick with us after the interview's over. All six of you. I was not present for that interview because I was at a family dinner that I didn't realize we were having.
0: What do you have at the dinner, Will?
1: Samantha's grandma, Altrine. She's fixing to undergo treatments, so have her and you know all the listeners have Altrine and your thoughts and prayers. Even if you don't know Altrine, I ask that you uh, that you do that you know, kind of taking control of a situation. She cooked all of us dinner. Aunt Teresa, Samantha's Aunt Teresa came into town from Alabama. She came up and she cooked like a um, a Sulphur Wells meal. That's one of Max's favorite restaurants. So she decided, so we had it all sitting out on the table. She had the, we had the fried chicken and the potatoes and the country ham. And Look at that. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was you a
0: script. That sounds amazing because as much as I like Lighthouse, I always get sick there if I don't drive because of the roads. So you
1: avoided
0: the roads.
1: Avoided the roads, yeah.
0: And the payment and got Lighthouse for free. Yeah,
1: it, it was really good. She's a, she's a fantastic cook. So, uh, But that's where I was. So if you were worried about me, you thought maybe I fell off a cliff or I had to take a restroom break and never came back. we we record the interview before we record the rest of the show. So I was here for the intro and the, we call it the outro. That's not really a word, but that's what we call it here at tribe 44 podcast. So all five or six of you that listen to that hang with us after the interviews are over, there's your little insight to the behind the scenes. One day we'll do an uncut unedited version where we talk about how Clay's let stardom go to his head and uh, all of his habits. But that's not. That's for another time. That's for the episode that I talk about when I saw your mom and dad at Pizza Hut. Yeah, that's for a different time. But I'll tell you what's for this time. This segment, it's brought to you by Jeffreys Hardware. It's known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paint, Rental Center. They've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffreys Hardware, the friendly hardware store. Niklay, Clay, it's come time that we start talking about what we've got up on the schedule for our baseball and softball teams. I have no idea what's going on with tennis. I have no idea what's going on with track. So if anybody wants to – I should know what's going on with tennis. The tennis coach, I can see him from my desk at work. So I should – this is this is 100% on me why I don't know what's going on with tennis.
0: Is that um, Luke playing tennis again? Or
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, he is.
0: I, I was going to say, I thought
1: – Yeah, I forgot. We need to get Coach Stevens on to talk about tennis. We've never had a tennis episode, have we?
0: No, I I I used to be a avid tennis player. You're a tennis guy, aren't you? Went to a tennis camp at Lindsey Wilson one time. How'd you do? Well, there was only like four kids. I mean, I I was top four. You weren't fourth. I don't think. You know, I actually was pretty decent growing up in tennis. But you know, you were good at everything. With uh,
1: baseball, looks like we got Allen County, Scottsville. We've got Clinton. At home. So those are both home games. And then we go to Metcalf and Monroe County this week. Clay, tell me what you know about the two home games. Allen County Scottsville
0: and Clinton County. What do you got? Clinton County's home of the uh great Bambino oh. back when we played. And yes. Allen County
1: Devin Scott, Brown.
0: Yep. Yeah, he uh we got a nice took a nice L that one game that uh probably one of the more embarrassing L's I've took in my life, but it happened. And Allen County Scottsville, uh, to be honest with you, don't have a lot of memories there. I think I got smacked by a kid from Allen County Scottsville one you year. You did, like,
1: you you did,
0: <laughs> like caught out there, slapped the fire out of you. But uh, on the baseball
1: field, yeah, in a rundown, in a rundown. I remember that. I forgot that. That's who that was. But Allen County Scottsville, that is right. I was playing left field. So yeah, I don't really know. Uh, he turned around, and slapped the fire out of you. That is hilarious. <laughs>
0: I'd forgotten that. Only Were you got, playing he, short? I don't I do not remember. I don't
1: think he got ejected either. No, he didn't. I know I remember that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, you know, had him in a rundown and Clay was so fast and so intimidating, he thought his only the only thing he could do was to turn around and slap Clay.
0: He had some he had some hair if I remember correctly. Yes,
1: had the long we called him Sunshine after that. Had
0: had some long hair.
1: But, yes, uh, he did, and he slapped the snot out of you. I remember you were Chris Rock before it was cool. <laughs> but yeah, I uh you were talking about what, his wife.
0: That was my Scouting report off uh Allen County Scottsville. I tell you 30. a good one about Clinton County with the Bambino
1: when we were when we were really young and he hit that home run off of me.
0: So we were up like fifteen oh, to nothing. Yeah, it, it was the yeah, we were we tanned them, so like we was up pretty good and he hits a
1: home run he pulls it hits a home run and he goes around the bases with his finger guns going bang 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 going around yeah. the bases <laughs> and i had a temper on me so i never quite forgave him for that especially in a game that they lost by a 10 run rule in a game that i pitched and i'm pretty sure it was a two hitter and he was one of them but anyway i that it's not important. What is important is that we have the lifelong memory of Bambino's finger guns going around the bases after he uh, after he went yickety on me. Let's talk about softball for a minute. Looks like they got Clinton County away. They go to Somerset Christian School, go to Glasgow and to Larue County. So it's a long uh, road trip, four game road trip for the Lady Indians. I don't know anything about any of
0: these schools. I was going to say, I've got a scout report on Somerset Christian. Oh, what is it? I'm a big Somerset fan in general. Don't really know much about the school. but uh, I hear they got good concessions. I'm a fan of Christians, and I'm a fan of Somerset. So, you know, can't go wrong there. Well, yeah. I mean, Christians, and
1: if all else fails, we'll just have a little prayer circle. I don't know. But uh, that'll be fun. So, some district, I don't know anything about Glasgow. I know that they usually don't have many that play, but the, dude that, the ones the that you have played here are pretty good. Yeah, they, the little, the Lady Scotties And LaRue County, if uh, if Rocky is still their head coach, they're going to be one of the best teams in the region. I don't know anything about the team, but if Rocky Cundiff is the head coach, uh, they're going to be one of the top teams in the region as far as record goes. Another one that used to be like that was the guy that was head coach at Hart County for a long time. They made sure that their record was one of the top ones in the region. Clay, I guarantee you that Seth hates it when we don't have a plan going into these. It's it's so much rambling. It's it's rambling at its finest. But if you want to know anything about the schools that we're playing, just check the website. It's all there. Well, Clay, if you don't have anything else, we always want to hear from you, the listeners. So if you like the show, you have suggestions, or you just want to give us a shout out, we're on Twitter at Tribe44 Podcast. Instagram under the same handle, and we also have Facebook. So, Clay, this has been the Tribe 44 Podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of listening just to make sure you never miss any content, and we will talk to you all later. Let's
0: go. Despite what you do,
3: who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go a put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah,
0: you think I'm playing. Because I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to do it for my street. What a joy that would be.